Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I don't, I didn't, I want you to help me welcome... Pastor Chris and Subu Girl. And I'll be back to close it off, but for now, let's let's take it in. Let's take it. Take us away. Thank you so much, Apostle Mose. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And there are some people here. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is worthy. I'm here to talk to you about a truth. That Jesus the Christ heals. Jesus the Christ heals. In 1983, I was seven years old. So you can figure out how old I am. But in 1983, I was seven years old. And my mom had just given her life to Christ. And she takes me along for a T.L. Osborne crusade. And uh, it was in Lugogo Indoor Stadium. And I was near enough to watch T.L. Osborne. But I was standing right behind a crippled man in a wheelchair. And so this guy comes, um, uh, Daisy Osborne, his wife came. And, and she starts saying, um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you a great man. She never introduced us. This is my hubby. Welcome him. She, she would always say he's a great man. He's traveled the world. The Lord uses him to heal many and all that. Please welcome Dr. T.L. Osborne. And everyone clapped. Yeah! Of course, I'm seven. I joined him. Yeah! Excited. All right? And then um, this guy comes, he was putting on um, an, an African shirt, um, striped, it was green with some cream lines, all right? And, and he holds the mic and he says, Jesus, he had a high pitched voice, Jesus is the same. I think he was trying to throw his voice across the crowd because there were thousands upon thousands. He says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I kid you not. People start screaming. Aah! So I thought, great scripture or something. Do you know what happened? People are popping off wheelchairs. The lame are walking. One statement. One phrase. And miracles are popping all over the place. Then I realize there is chaos around me. And I look in the wheelchair that was right before me. And the guy that was crippled was standing up and jumping. Jesus the Christ heals. A few years later, my mom and I and my family um, moved to uh, a home in Najanankumbi, 1987. Four years later. And, 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 and if this was the end of the house, maybe about eight meters, not more than eight meters, there was a, a shrub. And about a meter after that shrub was a shrine. We were neighbors to a witch doctor. He was called Mukasa. And um, his assistant was a guy called Lukwago. And so people would bring 
um, the sick, the demon possessed, the mentally ill to the shrine. They would sacrifice goats and chicken and things like that and later on take them into the, the, the shrine and they'll drum and things like that and sometimes you'd hear someone has a spirit over them and things like that and, and they're saying things I, I basically know what happens in a shrine without getting in okay because as kids would go I mean this is just at the fence would go in and listen Okay, like oh no, near near the wall and listen. Like oh my gosh, that's crazy stuff. We were born again, by the way. And um, and, and 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 you know, sometimes they'll bring um, mentally ill people and things like that. And I remember this particular person who they gave herbs, they took into the shrine, and they were not getting better. And they started beating up this guy. They beat up the guy. They beat up the guy. He stayed long and he was not getting better. And they, they tied him with ropes. He was in more bondage. Having come to that shrine. Than I guess he was before. And I got to conclude that there is no real healing with the devil. There is more bondage with the devil. A few years later. They had come, there was a big Lubare Mukasa celebration and all that. You know they have anniversaries of different Lubares, so this was for Lubare Mukasa. There's a big back cloth and there are many people who came and they had a goat, Mbuziya Matanga, white and black, and they, they, they slaughtered it, they sprinkled blood under them and you know sometimes they would throw the goat heads and the chicken heads over our wall, I guess to bewitch us and things like that. Never worked, right? Now, my brother and I were so bored and tired of this um, I was going to use a French word, nonsense. Like, and so we stopped playing, we were young, we stopped playing and we said, the stuff will not come down, the evil spirits are not going to possess anyone. It's not going to happen. And we continued playing. I kid you not, they called upon Rubare, they drummed night and day, day one, day two, day three, day four, Day five, day six, day seven, nothing happened. Remember, we knew how to tell when something happened. Nothing happened. A month later, the shrine was moved. A month later, the shrine was moved. We have been sickly and things like that. You pray, you know, I, I guess it was lots of battle. I mean, when you live next to a shrine and you're a child of God, I guess the devil has his eyeballs on you. But we later on moved in 96, went to Machinde, my granddad's place and things like that. But I remember vividly from the year 2000 that something changed. There was healing that happened. And I can tell you for 20 years, I never got sick. 2000, 2020. No sickness. No sickness. Jesus, the Christ, heals. Now when you, some of us hear Jesus Christ, we think Christ is his son name. I, I would like to correct that anomaly. Christ is not his son name. His names mean something. 
Jesus is the Savior. Christ is the anointed one with his yoke-breaking anointing. I heard that from uh, Kenneth Copeland. He likes to be called Brother Kenneth Copeland. And the way he says it, Christ is the anointed one with his yoke-breaking anointing. And it's true. So it's not just a surname. I don't want us to mix these things up. So when I say Jesus the Christ heals, I'm talking about Jesus the Savior, the anointed one with his yoke-breaking anointing, heals. He heals. You see, Jesus had been prophesied for so many years before. And everyone in Israel knew that when he, the anointed one, comes, all oppression will be broken. They expected deliverance from political oppression. They expected all manner of good through this anointed one. But when he came, they did not quickly recognize him. And I'd like to take you to Luke chapter 7. I'm going to read a few scriptures even as we go on. Luke chapter 7 verse 11. I'm going to read real quick from 11 to 23. And I'll be commenting a little bit about this scripture. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him. And a large crowd. Right? So you see the setting? Jesus, disciples, large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out. The only son of his mother. And she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. Someone, I want you to know that the Lord has compassion on you. And he's saying to you right now, do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin. And those who carried him stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise. So he that was dead sat up and began to speak right away. Yeah. Woo! And he presented the guy who was dead formally to his mother. Then fear came upon all and they glorified God saying, A great prophet has risen up among us and God has visited his people. Now I want you to notice that the way the people said it was a great prophet has risen among us. They did not say that Christ is here. They just called him a great prophet. Great prophet is like great prophet John the Baptist. Great prophet is like Elijah. Is like Moses. Is like these other guys. That's how they saw him. Yeah? Let's continue. And this report about him went throughout Judea and all the surrounding region. Then, his, then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things. They went and told John, John the Baptist was in jail at the time. Okay? Herod had put him in jail. And so they told him, dude, do you know, this other guy you, you, you baptized, man, he just raised the dead guy. He, the guy was in a coffin. He didn't even touch the dead body. He just touched the coffin and spoke to the dead body and said, arise. And the guy popped out of the grave, out of the coffin, speaking as in, you know, like, you know, guy came out talking. So that's what they told John. And John calling two, there were a number of disciples, but he calls two of them, two of his disciples to him. You know, like jail cell says, you two come, come. He texts them. He says, um, 
and he sent them to Jesus saying are you the coming one or do we look for another John is in jail he expects that dude if I am in jail and you are out there you are raising the dead surely you should be dealing with my case also I know that there are some of us who are, have been in a state for a long time. And you, you know, Jesus heals that one, Jesus heals the other one, Jesus heals the other one, Jesus heals a neighbor, and nothing is happening to you, and you're beginning to take offense. Just like John did. You're asking, are you the one, or do we wait for another? Are you the coming one? He's asking, are you the Christ? That's the real question. Are you the anointed one? Who has a yoke-breaking anointing? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you. Remember, he's with a crowd. This is a public challenge by his surrogate. One who announced him as the Christ. He said that the one whose shoe straps I'm not worthy to tie. He says, the, the, the one who sent me said, the one upon whom I see the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. He is the one. He had testified. He had talked about him and said, this is the Christ. And now he's questioning him, not in private, but in public. Are you the coming one? Are you the Christ? Someone you're asking, do, does Jesus really heal? Really? Really? <laughs> he says are you the coming one or do we look for another now and that very hour say that very hour that very hour you know you know a witness is someone who has action followed with words this is witnessing if I am a witness, I say, I saw the man doing it. A witness of murder says, I saw the man doing it. He, he got the knife and then he stabbed. So action follows words. That very hour, that very hour, he cured many infirmities. He's like, oh, you are asking if I am the Christ, if I'm the anointed one, if I heal. So it's that very hour he says, infirmities, have I named what day? Many infirmities healed, many afflictions healed, many evil spirits cast out, and to many blind he gave sight. He was like, if you are blind, come from Karamocha, from Kungu, from Chiwatule, from Chitukutwe, everywhere, come, come, and he healed them all, the blind saw. And Jesus answered, and said to them, Go, go and tell John the things you have seen and heard. Go and tell Persis. Go and tell David. Go and tell Victoria. Go and tell your grandma. Go and tell your, your cousin who is sick with cancer. Go and tell them the things you have seen and the things you have heard. His reply was practical solid he said go and tell John the things that you have seen and heard the blind see look these were blind they are all seeing the lame walk the bible hadn't told us before even the lame walked cripples the lepers are cleansed that very hour the blind saw 
that very hour the lamb walked that very hour lepers were cleansed leprosy in those days was like HIV incurable but that very hour lepers were cleansed and this very hour HIV is going to go out of your body in the name of Jesus this very hour the death here the dead are raised guess what that very hour he had raised the dead HIV, you know, cleansing the lepers, lame are walking, blind are seeing, evil spirits cast out. There was a miracle thing for him to respond to one question. Are you the one or do you wait for another? And he was saying, I am the Christ. I am the anointed one with the yoke breaking anointing. I heal. And lastly, he says, the poor have the gospel preached to them did you know that Jesus also heals poverty did you know that poverty is a spirit gets into your head that's why in, in worship harvest we, we, we do deliverance it's called SFFG straightforward financial growth I've dealt with that demon I tell you it's a real one And Jesus says to him, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Don't be offended because someone else was healed and yours hasn't come yet. Today is your hour. Don't be offended because God is performing some miracle somewhere. Look, celebrate it because today is your hour. Even as I speak right now, healings are breaking out in homes right now. Right now. Right now, tumors are going right now. Cancer is fleeing right now. Right now. Right now. So instead of feeling a mango, celebrate because as you celebrate, yours is coming. Jesus, the Christ, heals. You see, the reason why I like Jesus, there's this movie, The Good, The Bad and the Ugly. It's my all-time favorite Wild Wild West movie. So, by the way, if you really want to watch a movie with me, get a good Wild Wild West movie. You know, you know those cowboy movies, you know, old and day. Right? So, so huh? Bad Spencer, those things. So, so, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, there is a shootout. There's this guy on one end, there's another guy on the other end, and he's talking. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you. This guy just, you know, cocks his gun and shoots him. And then he says a statement that I've never forgotten. I watched this movie when I was very young. He says, when you talk, talk with the gun, not with the mouth. When Jesus talks, he talks with miracles. He talks with signs. He talks with wonders. Not with words. And today Jesus is talking. Jesus is the Christ and he heals. So you see, John had started a question 
that Jesus himself had answered as he was beginning his ministry. You see the book of Luke was written chronologically. So I'm going to take you back to Luke chapter 4 from verse 14 to 21. And I want you to ask to read this. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. He had been in the wilderness, baptized wilderness from John, wilderness. He comes back from the wilderness in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. Someone said the power of the Spirit. That is the anointing. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Now it is said that every new town that Jesus went to, he said this scripture. This was his manifesto. Every time he introduced himself, this was his manifesto. Jesus is introducing himself to you right now. This is his manifesto to you. He was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. By the way, that's Isaiah 61. He found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord has clothed me. The spirit of the Lord has overshadowed me. Because he has anointed me. Because he has given me yoke breaking power. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I want you to know that 2020 is the acceptable year of the Lord. 2021 is going to be the acceptable year of the Lord. Every single year you're in is the acceptable year of the Lord. You know why? Because Jesus has been accepted. Where Jesus is, it is the acceptable year of the Lord. <laughs> listen, listen, listen you people. Jesus is the Christ and he heals. You know why he touched the coffin and spoke to that guy? Because he is the Christ, the anointed one with his yoke breaking anointing that heals. So he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. So you know he, he paused for effect. It's like how I'm talking to you. And then I pause for effect. Then he says, Today. When? Today. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Today. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus and is, you know, by extension. It's upon his body. The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. He is the head. We are the body. So if the spirit of the Lord is upon him. So let's go back and read that scripture again. That you just, so, so the spirit of the Lord is upon Chris. The spirit of the Lord is upon, if you're a believer, say your name. 
because he has anointed me. So I want us to read it together. I want us to read it together. Where it says me, you say Chris or your name. The spirit of the Lord is upon Chris because he has anointed Chris to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent Chris to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. By the way, let me tell you, friends, the Lord has shown me there are going to be so many miracles in homes. God wants our homes to be healing centers. Jesus went into Simon Peter's home, found his, his mother-in-law, but she's sick. I mean, Jesus came, you know when Jesus came, he always ate a meal. And the, the best cook in the house was Mbusik, Mbu with a high fever. Ah, he says, take me to where she is. Take me to where she is. He stands next to her and he rebukes the fever and it gets out of her and she gets up and goes and prepares for them a meal. Yes, because someone is sick. No. And the Bible says when evening came, many sick were brought to that house and he healed them all. Do you know what's going to happen in some of your homes? They're going to become healing centers. Sick people are going to come. Your relatives are going to start sending sick people. In worship harvest, God gave us a word. We are a disease-free zone. Your home is a disease-free zone. There is no sickness allowed in your home. It's not going to happen. Because you have Christ on the inside of you. The anointed one with his yoke-breaking anointed. There's a testimony. Some ladies, you know, they, they prayed for one of their relatives and they got well. And then they brought them a, a Muslim man. He hadn't even received Christ. They led him to Christ and then they healed him. In worship harvest. In their home. Now people, that miracle, you go to the worship harvest page, praise and testimonies group. It's there. It's written. And God is saying he's going to multiply that in our homes. He's going to multiply that in our homes. Multiply it. Multiply it. So do you receive Jesus as the Christ who heals? Do you believe that he is the Christ who heals? Do you believe that he is the same yesterday, today and forever? One of those days I think we used to call it PPN which we now call praise uh, victory night. It was a Friday night we were in the smaller auditorium before we broke out into the big auditorium. And, and we were praying for the sick. Um, Apostle Mose had just taught. And he says, you know, elders, different people come and pray for people. So, so we're praying and there is a prayer line. And there is this lady who is deaf in one ear. Who says, um, I'm deaf in one ear. Um, pray for me that I will be healed. I'd never opened a deaf ear. So I'm wondering, oh God, uh, how does this work? You know? And... Um, Suddenly I just feel a rush, a cool breeze just rushing over me. Now in worship harvest we have fans. We usually have fans. So I look to check whether it was a fan that was blowing at me. There was no fan. I perceived that it was the Holy Spirit saying he's going to do it. I touched the ear 
and I commanded it to open. I kid you not, the ear popped open. That was the first deaf ear that God ever opened, at least the one I experienced. This lady is now on the music team in Worship Harvest Gayaza. And I have never heard Esther Nabuguzi complain about her ear. She was healed. I'm talking about Jesus, the Christ that heals. Luke 15, 17 says, Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. This was in a house, and in Mark, the Bible actually insinuates that it was Jesus' house. They were sitting and he was teaching. So let me just read it again. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Everywhere Jesus is, there is power that is present to heal. He says, where two or three are gathered in my name, he's there. Guess what? <laughs> he's right here. And there is power that is present to heal. Luke 16, and this is the last scripture I'm going to read and then I'm going to, I'm going to be inviting Apostle Mose in a bit. Luke 16, verse 17 to 20, just three verses. Mark 16 rather, Mark 16, Mark 16, 17 to 20. I want you to read this aloud wherever you are. Read it aloud. If you can see this on the screen, read it aloud. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then, after the Lord, this is the last stuff the Lord said before he went up. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven. Continue reading. And sat at the right hand of God. And when they went out, and they went out and preached everywhere. Do you know what they were preaching? Jesus, the Christ, is risen. Jesus, the Christ, heals. They were preaching the Christ, the Savior of the world, the risen Savior. They were preaching that we just saw him ascending. He that ascended heals. He that ascended sets people free. He that ascended is King and Lord over disease, over cancer, over tumors, over HIV, over coronavirus. He is King. He is Lord, this anointed one. And you see, when he said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore, 
use this authority authority you know in busoga you know in busoga college there was a guy who we were told and it happened many years before i joined in a level but the guy you know was a prefect and and he was going to punish someone and he said authority is authority lie down he was going to cane him so let, let me say it the busoga college we reversed all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me that's matthew 28:18 and then he says go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to obey all things that i have commanded you and lo i will be with you always even to the end of the age jesus is with you right now and he's with us right now so just take me back to mark 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 16:20 mark 16:20 that and he went out let's read this together and they went out and preached everywhere the lord walking with them confirming the word through what accompanying signs through what through what i want to guarantee you that this very hour the lord is going to confirm the word that jesus is the christ that heals with accompanying signs with accompanying signs if you are present if you are alive if you can stand i want you to stand up give the lord a big hand clap and shout and praise him amen 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 jesus is the christ who heals jesus is the anointed one who heals i'm going to invite apostle moses to come and help us wrap this up Amen. Hallelujah. This is a good day. Thanks, Pastor Chris, for that message. Uh, I'm just going to add a little bit of back end thought for some people. You've really preached well and shown us that Jesus heals. Yeah. 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 Some people even want to get saved, so we are going to give you the opportunity. The first instance of healing in the scriptures is Genesis 20, verse 17. It says, So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants. Then they bore children. That's the very first scripture that talks about healing. You know, usually there is the law first mentioned where they say that every every doctrine should be interpreted in the Bible based on the first time it is mentioned. And so every time you talk about healing in the Bible, you have to go to this scripture if you want to have correct interpretation. Now, in this scripture, Abraham was in the wrong. He had lied that Sarah wasn't his wife. Yeah. And Abimelech, a king of another place, had taken in Sarah. And then God just, all of them got sick. And God spoke to Abimelech, I think in a dream, I told him, you are a dead man. Yeah. For the woman you have in your house is uh, someone's wife. So Abimelech invites Abraham, apologizes. Now this, it's Abraham who was in the wrong. Yeah. I'm talking to covenant people here. It's Abraham who was in the wrong. Yeah. For the, for lying 
that Sarah wasn't his wife. Why did he lie? He was walking in fear. Those are two sins already. Walking in fear that they will kill him because of Sarah, and then and then lying, and then abandoning his wife to another man. That's a sad sin. Now don't do that at home. Yeah. And then after you've done all of that, it's the other guy in trouble, not you. And then 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 the other guy has to depend on he asked him please pray to God for me because everyone is not giving back and the Bible says and Abraham prayed, prayed. to God and God healed Abimelech's family your, your capacity to pray for the sick or to receive healing has nothing to do with what you've done right or wrong yes. it has everything to do with whether you are in covenant with God or not and Abraham is our father amen and because Abraham, he says, if you are Christ, Galatians 9, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Which means that every single child of God who is the son of God, who is the son of Abraham, can pray for the sick and they will be healed regardless. Yeah. Amen. 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 Now let me show you a mystery. Healing was very scarce in the Old Testament. You probably have never thought about it. Even me, I've never thought about it. Very scarce. Like scarce, yeah. There, there was not much healing. There were many, many miracles. People went to battle. They fought. They did crazy stuff. They subdued nations. But healing, no. In fact, let me just show you. Moses didn't do any healing. The man of God who spent 80 Days on the mountain in the presence of God did not perform. According to my knowledge, I haven't found a scripture where Moses healed people. Yeah. David, the man after God's own heart, no healing. Even when he got into adultery and his son, the first son died, he couldn't do anything. Solomon, no healing. Isaiah, as if when he that, did that thing and they put on that guy, that Hezekiah's boil and he got healed in fact Isaiah did he just told him go prepare this thing put it on your boil that's how he but Isaiah himself the great prophet Isaiah who prophesied Jesus is coming who in Isaiah 53 describes how we shall be healed by his wounds the very song we are singing did not perform a single healing now are we together now I want you to know that you and Isaiah yeah. No healing. Jeremiah, no healing. Ezekiel, no healing. Amos, Haggai, name it. No, no, no one. Only two prophets, by the way, had some sort of healing ministry. Elijah and Elisha. Even then, it wasn't frequent. Most of you, when I tell you where did Elisha heal, you will immediately talk about Naaman. Because it wasn't. And then Malachi prophesied in Malachi 4.2. He says, But you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. This is the very last book of the Old Testament. Malachi prophesied this. And then Jesus comes on the scene in the book of Matthew. Yeah. We are talking about the fact that Jesus is. Look, 
this whole Old Testament with 39, is it 39? Yes. yes. 39 thick books. You can count the miracles of healing in the Old Testament on your one hand. Until you hit the book of Matthew. Now, I will not bore you with too many details. You know, it says in Acts 10, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Let, let me sample you, sample you, sample you. Matthew, just Matthew. I picked all the three from Matthew. Matthew 4.23 And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. The three things Jesus did, he taught, he preached and he healed. The same way we preach here and teach, we also heal. That, you can't fulfill Jesus' ministry if you only preach and teach and you don't heal. Yeah. yeah. And then it says in 9.35, he says and then Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing how many sicknesses every how, how many? every, uh, every uh, sickness <laughs> how many every sickness and every he didn't select it is a, uh, 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 not, that one not today you come tomorrow today's anointing is for only this one and there no every sickness this is just Matthew 12 15, 12, 15 says but when Jesus knew it he withdrew from there and great multitudes followed him and what did he do? he healed them all this is I've selected only those ones which have healing everyone just a few from only after reading Genesis to Malachi with only like three, four healing miracles. Then Jesus comes and it's like someone has unleashed something. Amen. And it did end with Jesus because he says greater works than this you will do. Yeah. In John 4 12, he said we'll do greater works than him. So now he acts five. Because now some people say, Hey mama, Jesus, away. I wish he was still here. Can't watch. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared to join them, but the people esteemed them highly. Now, some of you, that's what you need to do. Mm. Some of you, that's what you need to do. Some of your healing is being hindered by Kamanyiriro. Mm. Yeah. Because even Jesus in his own village, in his own town, he could not do mighty miracles there because of Kamanyiro. But that's not the message for today. Today we are telling Jesus heals. But they seem die. And, and believers were increasingly added to the Lord, much to both men and women continue. So that way you brought the sick out into the streets. Now this is not Jesus. This is now not Jesus. This is past, after Jesus. What did they do? They brought the and laid them on beds and couches. This is very dramatic. Yeah. That at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Woohoo! How did they know what to do? Because they knew that if Peter walks around and this shadow falls on your people, they are going to be healed. 
Now even Jesus didn't do that. Yeah. So in others it was increasing. Greater works. Acts 19, 11 to 12. Paul. You see the book of Acts is mainly about two apostles, Peter and Paul. Don't ask what happened to the other apostles. It's because Luke who wrote the book of Acts traveled with Peter and Paul. The people who traveled with the other apostles didn't write. Yeah. That's why you must write. Right. Now God works unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. So that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and the evils. Now I want you to imagine you go check into a hotel and you sleep there for a night. Then afterwards they get your bed sheets which you slept on. They cut them into what? Pieces. And they dis- they say whenever there are sick people they send a piece of the bed sheet from the bed We went to Nigeria to Redemption Camp and visited Redemption Camp where RCCG is headquartered and they they take you on a tour of Pastor Adeboye's first house mm-hmm. and they, it's it's been done up it's a real tour of the house he no longer lives there of course in that house and they show you his bed and, and they they allow you to touch the bed or to sit very briefly because lots of people are going to and there are incredible miracles that people have reported by just sitting on that bed for a few seconds which a man slept on many years ago why jesus the christ heals the anointed one amen. and his yoke breaking anointing heals amen let, let me finish with this and then we pray pastor chris you're going to fast since you are the one in charge of this for healing manifesto Acts 28 7-9 so Paul has been uh, is on his way to Rome then they get shipwrecked and they are on an island called Malta says in that region there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island whose name was Publius 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 whichever who received us and entertained us courteously for three days Mm. Yeah. I'll be teaching about that sometime so. About how do you treat people who carry what you need? And it happened that the father Publius let sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went in to him and prayed and he laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island diseases also came we're here you and see we're healed yeah you see the problem is too much google what canality has entered the church too much that we we are more willing to accept our fate and the devil's work than the fact that god still heals through our lord jesus but today today we are here to announce a new manifesto we are here to announce that Jesus heals and today is your day to be healed amen so wherever you are even as we pray 
Just receive. Posture your heart, receive. And remember where we started with Abraham. Some of you have accepted the devil's condemnation that you are sick because of something you did wrong. No, 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 no. God has no sickness to dispense. That's the devil. Don't allow to be robbed of your healing because you're thinking that you did something. Yeah, all of us have done something. The Bible says all have sinned. This one has sinned. This one has sinned. This one has sinned. This one has sinned. And fall short of the glory of God. And then they heal the sick. Amen. Amen. Um, God is healing um, sinuses, type of sickness, mucus. You know, you have something with the nose. There is a healing anointing that's available. We rebuke every sickness and disease that's causing that in the name of Jesus. We command it out of your body right now. Go and do not return in the name of Jesus. So I want you to start breathing in and out and just check it because the healing is immediate. It's right now happening in your room, in wherever you are. There is someone, um, uh, there was a problem with your kneecap, pain in your kneecap, and I, I, I know that it's gone right now, and even if it, you haven't physically received that, try that out with your knee. There is healing right now. There's another person, there's been pain just below your cabina. Like, you know the, the the, the, the lutus maxima, glutus maxima cabina, just below there, there's been pain there, and God is healing that. It's been an embarrassment, but it's going right now in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Amen. I hear rejoice, rejoice, Amen. rejoice, rejoice. Yeah. That's yeah. the word I'm hearing. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.